Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation as we celebrate the feast of the Annunciation of our Lord. The gospel reading heard a moment ago, Luke 1, 26 to 38, especially these words beginning at verse 30. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the Annunciation, kind of an odd name, isn't it? We don't talk about Annunciations anymore. In fact, it's just a really fancy name for the announcement. The announcement that we observe tonight is the announcement from God through the angel Gabriel to Mary. The announcement that she is going to have a baby without the outside assistance of a man and that this baby would be God, the Messiah, the Savior. Pretty amazing announcement when you think about it. We know all about announcements recently, don't you? We have been clinging to the television, to the radio, to the internet, to the newspaper, waiting for the most recent announcement about what is going on in our world with this thing called the coronavirus or COVID-19 or a hundred other names, depending on your persuasion. We look forward to the announcement, sometimes with dread. Kids were happy when the announcement came out that there would be no school. The NSAA, the Nebraska School Association, announced today there will be no sports at least until May 1st. You can imagine how that announcement was received, especially by senior athletes. We've heard announcements from our political leaders, both in Washington and here in the state of Nebraska. In fact, today we heard an announcement from the mayor of Lincoln with regard to assemblies, 10 or larger, or was it over 10? Even that announcement was a little bit unclear. When I think of announcements, announcements that people were hanging on in anticipation, I can't help but think back to the days when LeBron James played for the Miami Heat. Yes, before LeBron played for Miami, he played in Cleveland, his hometown. People waited with anticipation for the decision, but it was really more of an announcement of the decision, right? The entire sports world was waiting with anticipation for this announcement. 
And he made that announcement that he was taking his talents to South Beach. Many people were happy. Many people were sad. With this announcement, he made a promise. He made a promise that they would win more National Basketball Association championships than any other team in the history of basketball. Well, if you're a basketball fan, you know that that part of the announcement didn't come true, and he has since moved on. You know, when I think about announcements, I really think about them in three specific categories. First, there is the anticipation for an announcement. Then there is the announcement itself. And finally, the reaction to the announcement. People had been anticipating an announcement from God for hundreds and hundreds of years. God had given a promise that he would send a savior as far back as Genesis 3.15, the first gospel promise or proto-evangel. He promised to Adam and Eve that someone born of the woman would crush Satan's head once and for all. Throughout the pages of the Old Testament, God continued to make announcements he would make announcements through the prophets. He would talk about the specifics of this Savior, this Messiah. This Savior, this Christ would be a king. This Messiah would be a suffering servant. This Messiah would, would reign on the throne of King David forever. And through Isaiah in our Old Testament reading, for this evening. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. God made this promise, this announcement of sorts through Isaiah. But everyone waited for the fulfillment of this promise. And the fulfillment of this promise we have in our gospel reading for tonight. Luke 1. People were waiting for God to act. People were waiting for God to keep his word as he always does. And send this Savior, this Messiah, this Christ into the world. Mary, no doubt, was waiting for this announcement as well. But she had no idea the role she would play in this announcement, this annunciation. The angel came to her, greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. The Lord be with you and also with you. We think nothing of that. In fact, we look forward to that when we can gather as the people of God. But this was different. This was God sending an angel, Gabriel, specifically to her. And this greeting greatly troubled her. Can you imagine an angel sent by God with a direct message from God? Every case of God sending an angel to one of his children strikes fear 
We're in the very presence of God, that messenger of God representing God. And Mary was no different. Mary, full of fear, wondering what this announcement might be all about. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Great word from God. A word that God gives his people day in and day out. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Why? The Lord is with you. Not against you, but with you, for you. And now, now the specifics of the announcement are here. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. Mary had never known a man. And now the angel says, you're going to have a baby. And not any baby, a boy baby. And not any boy baby, but this boy baby would be given the name Jesus. The Lord saves. The angel goes on. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. If Mary wondered what this boy baby named Jesus in her womb was all about, the message, the announcement, the annunciation made it clear. This baby would be God in the flesh. This baby would be the fulfillment of everything that God had promised. This baby would be the savior of the world. How do you react when you hear an announcement today? How do you react when you hear an announcement that has at least the air of authority behind it. Well, you either believe it or you don't. Sometimes you you have a clarifying question or two, but the bottom line is when that announcement is made, you either believe it or you don't believe it. It's that simple. There shall be no gatherings of larger than 10 in the state of Nebraska. Whether you like it or not is irrelevant. Do you believe it? Will you follow it? The people should practice social distancing. And those who are in a high risk category should stay home. Whether you like it or not, the bottom line is, do you believe it or not? Will you follow it or not? All you have to do is go to Facebook or Twitter or the grocery store or Walmart to see who believes and who doesn't believe the announcement. Mary heard the announcement and she asks one very simple qualifying question. Mary said to the angel, how will this be? since I am a virgin. Will you send a special man to be with me to conceive? 
Is the angel Gabriel here to do some sort of human angelic coming together? How will this be? It was the sixth month, uh, sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Elizabeth and Zechariah, they came together as a normal husband and wife, miraculously since Elizabeth was barren. How will this take place? It's a good question. It's an important question. And it's a question that the angel from God does not hesitate to answer. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. We confess in our creeds the virgin birth. Medically, physically, impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. Mary is able to conceive in her womb by the power of the Holy Spirit and yet remain a virgin. So what? Why is this important for the people of God? My friends, everyone born in a natural way since Adam and Eve have been tainted with sin. We call it original sin, the, the sinful flesh, the old Adam. For someone to be our Savior, this Savior had to be the spotless one, the spotless Lamb of God, perfect and holy. And so by the power of the Holy Spirit, Mary conceives in her womb. By the power of the word of God, by the power of the announcement, by the power of the words Gabriel spoke, Mary conceives God in the flesh, in her womb, for you. My friends, with all the announcements that we're hearing in our world today, some certainly more important than others, some with the authority of law and others not, there is no greater announcement. There is no more significant announcement in the history of the world than this annunciation, this announcement right here from God through Gabriel to Mary. All of God's promises are being kept. The Savior of the world, God in the flesh, now dwells in Mary's womb. And nine months later, it's March 25th, what do we celebrate in nine months? The incarnation of our Lord, we call it Christmas. Jesus is born. He's born for you. He's born for the life of the world. From the moment of his conception, Jesus knows his mission. His mission is to come into this world of sin, to fulfill God's law perfectly, to go to Calvary's cross and bleed and die, bearing the sins of the world. To be put into a tomb. And three days later, rise never to die again. This is why the Annunciation takes place. Jesus forgiving. Jesus dying. Jesus 
rising. Jesus, for you. My friends, this announcement is real. This announcement took place, and by the power of this announcement, Mary conceives and nine months later gives birth. This Jesus really walked on this earth. This Jesus committed no sin, even though tempted in every way, shape, and form that you and I are. Jesus went to Calvary's cross bearing the sin of the world, and that means bearing your sin. For every time you heard the word of God and said, meh. For every time you heard the word of God and questioned it or didn't believe it. For every time you heard the announcement that God gives in Holy Scripture and you twisted it and shaped it to be more palatable to your reason or to your lifestyle. For every time that you have foolishly denied the power of God, the power to conceive in a virgin's womb. My friends, Jesus has paid for all of our sin. And as we heard in our epistle reading, once for all. Jesus died on Calvary's cross and rose three days later for all people, for all sin, for all time. Mary heard this announcement. She heard this annunciation and she believed it. Mary said, behold, I'm a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. You have heard this announcement, this annunciation. Whether you anticipated it or not, it is here. The announcement has been made. And so now, what do you do with it? Meh, doesn't apply to me. Like Mary, the greatest example of faith in all of Scripture? Do you cling to the Word of God? Do you believe the Word of God? Do you hold it in your heart and ponder and meditate on that Word of God? Do you believe that this Jesus that God promised and sent, this Jesus who fulfilled all of God's will, this Jesus who bled and died for you, do you believe that your sins are forgiven in and through the work of Jesus? That this announcement, this annunciation is for you and applies to you? Or do you disregard it and go about your life as if this announcement never took place? My friends, today in our world, we have announcements everywhere. Be reminded as Christians that it is good and proper to obey our authorities. Christians are about civil obedience as long as that civil order does not go contrary to the word of God. 
Today is a day when we are reminded in Christian love to love our neighbor as ourselves. And that means that we, we follow common sense with regard to washing our hands or coughing into our elbow or social distancing or even encouraging people in high-risk situations to stay home and avoid contact. But my friends, in the midst of all of this, do not lose sight of God's great love for you. God's announcement for Mary and God's announcement for you. Jesus, God's promised Messiah, has come. He has accomplished his work. He sits and reigns at the right hand of God and yet is at the same time very present with us. Wherever his word is proclaimed in its truth and purity, wherever Good Friday and Easter are attached to water in holy baptism, wherever Christ's body and blood is distributed in with and under bread and wine for Christians to eat and drink, for the forgiveness of their sins. There God is. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. I have taken your sin and put it as far as the east is from the west. I'm no angel. But every faithful preacher is a Gabriel. Here is my announcement for you. It is finished. He is risen. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, and all of our announcements in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Oh,